Hi, my name is Jennifer Walsh, and I'm your host for the Walk with Walsh podcast. This is episode 10, or chapter 10. Today we're going to talk about intentional living, breathing intention into each day. So, like previous episodes, I'm still in my tent, and we might hear some background noise. It's a pretty quiet day, but there's still people around, so I just wanted to give that a little heads up to all of you who are listening today. So I really want to talk about intention because we hear it probably everywhere we go. People are always talking about intention or put your intention into it. And the more we think about our day and how we step foot into each day, it's easier to really bring life um, to our desire to be more in line with our spirit, our soul, our divineness, if you will. So I'm going to back up and tell you how I got to this point. Um, If you've listened to the previous episodes, you've heard that I started with uh, Beauty Bar as a makeup artist, then Beauty Bar, then Pride and Glory and other variations of businesses um, within the beauty space. And all the while, I always spent a lot of time outside. I had a beautiful dog named Blarney, and Blarney, uh, we would walk in Central Park every day, sometimes twice a day. And we would walk and walk and walk, and I met some great friends along the way. And I really, really enjoyed being in Central Park with her. Snow, sleet, (laughs) rain, sun, we were always there. Uh, Before I moved back to New York, I was on the beach, so I lived like a block off the ocean. So we were always on the beach together walking or swimming. So when I moved the two of us back to New York in 2010, it was a big adjustment for both of us to be in this new space. But we really enjoyed walking in Central Park more more so than anywhere else in the city for obvious reasons because there's a lot of space to move around in. But when we walked... I never really thought of it more than just going for a walk with her. She passed away in 2015, and I thought for sure once she passed, I would no longer really want to go to the park, because I always thought it as a means to an end for her to go for a nice long walk. She was larger, larger dog. She needs some, you know, real movement. That's a plane overhead. Um, (laughs) So I thought for sure. I was really going just for her. I wouldn't really need to go myself. And then I realized I kept being called back to go, and I'd walk, and I'd walk even further than before when I was with her because towards the end she was getting older and she really couldn't walk anymore, so we would just go to the park and just kind of hang out, and she would roll around in the grass, whatever she could do at that age, 15 years old. But it was a realization saying, oh, I'm here, and I'm walking more than ever before, and I love being here. And I really got a sense of enjoyment out of these walks because I was seeing things differently than when I was with her. Because when I was with her, sometimes I talked to people on the phone or I would work along the way on my, on my phone. or I just wasn't walking intentionally, if you will. And I also run. So I've been a runner my entire life. So I'd run through the park, I'd walk, but I just never really thought of it as an intentional practice. And then I started saying, oh, I wonder if I can interview people, friends of mine that are healthy leaders. I can interview them live on Facebook and share their stories with people. 
because I've always loved sharing people's stories. It's what I always felt like I did when, even when I had beauty bar. Like I said before, I feel like I never sold anything a day in my life. I just told stories all day long. So that being said, I started filming friends and CEOs and founders of brands about what it meant to them to be a healthy leader. And every person I interviewed, each and every one of them said, wow, it feels so good to be outside. This feels great. I never get outside. And that was shocking to me. They, they don't get outside. How don't people get outside? But it's true. People are working a lot, but they're going right from their home, maybe then right to the gym, then right to their office, then back home or back to dinner. Everything is always done in a box. Our lives were and have been primarily lived and done in boxes. Very little time outside. I, however, spent so much time outside for running, for walking, the walking the dog, but I primarily realized I really spend a lot of my time outside. So it was really interesting for me to hear these people say they don't go outside at all. And of course, it's different in different parts of the country and different parts of the world. But I was shocked by how many people said they don't go outside. So with that being said, I said, you know, there has to be something to that, because I know how good it feels. And again, this was 2015. I know how good it feels to be outside. Why are people denying that sense of freedom and only saving time outdoors for when they're on vacation? That made no sense to me. So that's when I really started going down that rabbit hole of wanting to learn if there were connections between us, meaning, meaning human beings in nature. Well, I was not only shocked, but I was flabbergasted by the science and the data behind what was happening to our bodies and more importantly, our brains. And then it all dawned on me. All of this was always right in front of me. I just really didn't have a way to put my finger on it to know how innately connected I have been my entire life. So uh, I grew up as a tomboy, 100% a tomboy. As we used to, I guess they called me back then. I loved to be outdoors in the woods as a kid. I grew up in New York and we would go upstate and we would go to camps that were, would teach us orienteering. I just wanted to get lost in the woods all the time. And I always loved to be outdoors. Uh, even as a kid, I just liked to explore and be outside 24-7. I used to find streams in Westchester when I lived in Westchester, which is uh, outside of New York City, and I would go explore the streams and see what was there, and I would always look for animal tracks. So basically, I was always exploring at a very young age and loved the outdoors from a very young age. I think it's also in line with how I was raised. We were outside a lot. My mom and my dad, we, my family, we would always do things outside um, as a family and spent our summers basically at uh, the beaches, either on Long Island or the Jersey Shore. So I feel very connected to the outdoors. So when I started my first business, Beauty Bar, I really wanted to put some natural woods into the store. I, if you heard the previous episodes, you know how I like to have it decorated with slate and everything was coming from the earth. The colors, the, uh, the slate walls, everything was um, made from nature very much the antithesis of what people were telling me to do, which was pink and chandeliers and make it super frilly and girly, which I was a tomboy through and through my whole life. And there's no way I wanted to have anything pink and super girly. I'm not that person. Um, but with all that being said, 
now that I know I've been spending the time researching something called biophilia and biophilic design, which is really incorporating love of nature um, and love of living things um, into the spaces around us and our environment. So it's a matter of getting people outdoors, reconnecting with nature, and also bringing those natural aspects into our homes. But as I digress, the more I spend time understanding nature and what it was doing for us, the more I want to understand what we were doing to our natural world. And it really helped lead me to this more intentional way of walking into each day. And the Walk with Walsh series was born and I just kept um, interviewing people. And then it became more of a time to interview people on how they were incorporating nature into their own lives, whether it be nature changed their lives or changed their modality for business or that nature really was the impetus for the brands they created. So if you go to the Walk with Walsh video series on my website or YouTube, you'll see I even filmed an entire uh, season at a place called Serenbi, which is right outside of Georgia. I talk a lot about Serenbi because it is such a special place and it is really um, an entire town, a community that is built in accordance with a balance between nature and human connection and how that builds our connectivity to one another when we're more in line with the nature. So how that goes back to intentional living and setting intention. I was able to really understand frequency and energy through all living things once I studied what was happening to ourselves in nature. Uh, and I really wanted to learn more how we live as human beings in natural places and how once we are separated from natural places and nature, whether it be trees, plants, um, living creatures, animals, we are completely con disconnecting ourselves from other energy sources that are positive. Um, and I really understood the power of sound, uh, the power of living in a space of setting intentions today of saying, you know, how can I be of service to others? Um, once you walk into that space of how do I move each, each step that I take, it has to be an intentional movement. So I think once you step into that space of, you know, walking with intention for your own path and not worrying about what everyone else is doing or saying or thinking, it's a real practice. But I think the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are, fully and wholly who you are. And then to understand there really is a universal energy going on around us. I mean... We know when we step into a room around someone else who has really negative energy <laughs> or low vibration, it's, it just completely cuts you. You can feel it with a knife. And I think the more intentional we become in our living, um, our breathing and our cadence, we can really see that. And it's such a healing practice to be fully aware of who you are, where you are, the space that you reside in. And I don't, I don't mean that in terms of like where you live exactly, but more of the space that we take up than when we walk down the street or when we stand next to people, whether that be in an elevator, whether that be in an office space, we have become so programmed to be so busy in our lives pre-corona, pre-COVID, 
Uh, I think we were always on that go, go, go treadmill. Uh, look at me, I'm super busy, which makes me super important, which I think, um, I think is such a falsehood and falseness about that kind of living and that lifestyle of um, they have to be consuming all things at all times, consuming products, consuming uh, media, just all this consumption instead of actually moving in our own steps, in our own way. And I think we can really build our own courage um, by exploring the unknown of who we are to really kind of look inward and have that way to step forward to say, I'm, I'm learning about myself in this new, this new journey. Um, and it's really beautiful once we kind of surrender to, you know, learning more about ourselves, learning more about the vibration of the planet. It's, it's really an incredible practice once you start seeing, okay, wait, trees give off vibration, plants give off vibrations, animals give off, give off vibrations and energy as we do. We all do. So with that being said, I really just wanted to put that out there as a thought of once we go forward, we're going into such an unknown time in our lives for all of us. It's almost on the cusp of fall 2020, and we don't know what's going to happen next. Schools will be starting soon or are starting now, and there is so much uncertainty that I feel like we are all fighting to push, push, push to go back to something that we don't have right now. And I think we have to rise up together uh, and uh, an understanding of generosity of soul a generosity of spirit to not knock one another for feeling uncomfortable right now because we're all uncomfortable, but that's okay. I think if we lead by example with kindness uh, with empathy, with compassion, and a higher frequency of, of knowing and understanding that's okay, that helps everyone else. So I hope for you and I wish for you to take the time to go inward a little bit right now. Um, take the time to say what you want and what you need and what you love and what you desire um, for yourself, for your family, and for your community, and tap into that. Tap into what makes you special, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel whole. And don't be manipulated by outside sources, uh, outside media, outside people that have a lower vibration than you do. Because you have a high vibration. You are like the, the greatest gift. Uh, you are here your present. So don't forget and don't diminish that light that you are a beautiful gift to this world and the world needs you to be wholly walking in your your own path and your own steps. Remember the greatest privilege of a lifetime is being who you are and who you are truly meant to be. Okay. I'm going to end on that note today. There's of course so much more to say all the time, but I just wanted to share that and I'm thinking about you and I hope you are well, no matter where you might be today. If you have any questions or have any thoughts or want to share a story with me, please do so. My email is jennifer at thejenniferwalsh.com. You can find me on my website, walkwithwalsh.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at thejenniferwalsh. Until next time, 
I hope you stay well. Sit in that good intentional vibration. Walk in your own way. Um, Be healthy. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And stay safe. Take care.